It is zero hour thirty universal time. And here is the news in special English. Yemeni security forces killed at least seventeen people at anti-government demonstrations in two cities Monday. Many others were wounded. The demonstrations took place in the southern city of Taiz and Hudaida on the Red Sea coast. In Washington, the State Department condemned the violence in Yemen. Also, the New York Times newspaper says the United States is ending its long-time support for President Ali Abdullah Saleh. The report says the United States is negotiating the terms of his resignation. United Nations forces in Ivory Coast have fired on positions held by President Laurent Gbagbo. UN officials in the country say helicopters fired on two army camps, the presidential headquarters, and Mr. Bagbo's house. All of the action took place in the main city, Abidjan. UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon said the attacks were meant to prevent the use of shells and other heavy weapons against civilians and UN peacekeepers. Earlier Monday, the forces of Alassane Ouattara launched what is meant to be a final offensive to oust Mr. Bagbo from the presidency. Many countries have recognized Mr. Ouattara as the winner of the Ivorian presidential election last year. But Mr. Bagbo refuses to leave office. Rebels in Libya made gains on Monday in a battle to control the eastern oil town of Brega. Foreign media say the rebels controlled entry to and around the town. But in the West, troops loyal to Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi used tanks and gunmen to block entry to the city of Misrata. The International Committee of the Red Cross is appealing for permission to enter the city. Also on Monday, Libya's foreign minister is in Europe for talks about ways to end the fighting. In London, British Foreign Secretary William Hague said Britain will provide communications equipment to Libyan rebels. He also said an international group will meet in Qatar next week to talk about the future of Libya. The United States government has ended restrictions against former Libyan Foreign Minister Musa Kusa. He fled to Britain last week. American officials say they hope the cancellation of restrictions will persuade other top Libyan officials to leave leader Muammar Gaddafi's administration. Treasury Department officials said Mr. Kusa is now permitted to travel to the United States. There are now 13 top Libyan officials left on a travel ban list. The American government also remains in control of any money and property the Libyans might have in the United States.
Muammar Gaddafi, his wife, and sons are among those on the list. The Treasury Department says it plans to add more officials soon. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Japan has asked Russia to send a special radiation treatment ship to help remove water from the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear station. The Russian news agency, Nuclear Agency, says officials are considering the request. The special ship treats radioactive liquids when nuclear submarines are removed from service. Japan and Russia built the ship together. Also Monday, workers at Daiichi began releasing more than 10,000 tons of radioactive water into the ocean. They acted to make room in their storage containers for water that is even more highly radioactive. The Daiichi nuclear station was severely damaged in the earthquake and tsunami that struck northeastern Japan March 11th. The wife and friends of Chinese artist Ai Weiwei say they have not had any contact with him since police arrested him in Beijing Sunday. Mr. Ai was trying to get on an airplane when he was seized. His wife, Lu Ching, told news reporters that police gave no reason for his detention. Police had searched his house and seized computers Saturday night. They also raided Mr. Ai's office Sunday and briefly detained eight of his assistants for questioning. Ai Weiwei is one of China's best-known modern painters. He has often criticized the government. He helped design the Bird's Nest Stadium for the 2008 Beijing Olympics. Afghan military officials say an Afghan border policeman has killed two American soldiers. The shooting happened in a border guard center in the northern city of Memana, the capital of Faryab province. NATO says American forces were holding talks there with a local commander. Also, demonstrators gathered Monday in the eastern city of Metulam, the capital of Lagman province. They protested the burning of a Koran, March 20th, by an American Christian clergyman in Florida. Police clashed with the demonstrators. No injuries were reported. Similar protests have taken place in several Afghan cities since Friday. Officials say at least 19 people have been killed in the unrest. A United Nations official says 
32 people were killed in a crash of a U.N. airplane in the Democratic Republic of Congo. There was one survivor from the accident Monday. A U.N. official said the plane broke apart on landing at the airport in the capital, Kinshasa. There was heavy rain at the time. The flight took off from the northeastern city of Kisangani. The main political parties in Nigeria are supporting a decision to delay nationwide elections for one week. Parliamentary elections were stopped suddenly last Saturday when voting materials did not arrive at voting stations. Officials decided to delay parliamentary elections until April 9th. Nigeria's presidential election will be held on April 16th. President Goodluck Jonathan rejected critics who said his People's Democratic Party sabotaged the voting stations. The party of his main opponent for the presidency said the delay was the best way to have fair elections. Here again is the major news. Yemeni security forces killed at least 17 people at anti-government demonstrations in two cities Monday. United Nations forces in Ivory Coast have fired on positions held by President Laurent Gbagbo. And the United States government has ended restrictions against former Libyan Foreign Minister Musa Kusa. That's the news in VOA Special English.